All right. So, live and direct, we got Sidus and Moonstar in here. Yeah, yeah. Mark West, Cedric Dewan. We here for major purpose. That purpose being Livestocks, our yeah. new podcast for the world, global. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know y'all not familiar with it, so we're going to start this off by getting y'all familiar with it. How y'all like that? You ready, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely ready, man. Well, our main focus is on livestock, and we ain't talking <laughs> cattle. We we definitely not talking cattle. So, we talking what uh, people might want to call hustlers, entrepreneurs, okay. independent. What you think? Self-sufficient? Uh, yeah, anybody who's just out there on the grind, really. Um, I mean, it's all about value. Um, yep, self-value. Yeah, anybody who's bringing value, uh, that's pretty much like the, your, your livestock. So Yeah, and we, and we want to discuss, you know, various topics surrounding self-value and self-worth mm-hmm. and attaining goals. So we will have guests. Today is our first, you know, episode. So okay. it'll be majority me and Mark, you know. Back and forth, passing the baton, discussing with one another uh, one major topic. But yeah, it's it's, it's gonna grow from there, though. That, that's yeah, all. It's gonna really, move. Yeah. It's definitely gonna move. You uh-huh. know. Um, so what we what we what we what we really trying to do? I, that's what people want to know. Yeah. What we're really trying to do is motivate and okay. inspire. All of the people who deem themselves mm-hmm. grinders, hustlers, entrepreneurs, self-sufficient, independent folks yeah, to get up on their shit. So this is almost like an award. Yeah, man. It, it, you will leave here either, you know they say, steel sharp and steel. Uh-huh. So you either leave here motivated to do better, mm-hmm. motivating us to do better. True. Or are you gonna refine what's already fine? You know, you 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 gonna leave here improved is the basis of these discussions. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's all about maximizing your worth. Yeah. Yeah. Strengthening your strengths, educating your weaknesses. You know, and that's what we discussing. We discussing in these livestocks. Yeah. I'm a livestock. Mark a livestock. Yeah. We can start this off, Mark. You you want to introduce yourself first? Uh well yeah um I mean I'm uh Mark uh some people may know me as Mark West uh the owner of Press by Moonstar slash Moonstar Clothing um you know I've been working for a few few years now I'm finally starting we'll to get stuff off the ground for we'll sure uh, so that's just like a quick bio I guess you could say about myself yeah and I mean and you've been at it man and. You got a clientele, steep <laughs> clientele. I've seen for sure, for sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. As for me, I'm you know Cedric Dewan. I might be you know you might know me as Dewan Soul in the underground community, uh, but I'm mainly known as you know my government Cedric Dewan. Sidus, yeah. uh, you know if you see the if you see the the S I T U S, just know that's me. You well, know that's what the does the Sidus stand for. Site is uh, it's a graffiti tag. It's more so you know somebody tagged the wall and they leave that little acronym. Uh-huh. 
that's the purpose of it, bombing society. No, I'm no terrorist. I'm no terrorist. Uh-huh. I'm I'm patriotic. Uh, okay. But it's more of a term for graffiti bombing, but I'm bombing in the sense of social media. Yeah. You know, so it's sight of simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Okay, okay. Survivalists to understand society, people. You mm. know, and so when you see that S-I-T-U-S, understand, that's what you're seeing. That's what you're looking at. Yeah. And. We got a major topic today, you know, so we, we just we just gave y'all a brief introduction. We kind of, you know. Loosen it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we loosening up. Our feet kind of, yeah. they not even wet yet. Your feet wet? No, nah, I don't think they nah, wet. Nah, my yet. feet still dry, man. Yeah. We, we we just getting our feet wet right now. And um, what we're going to discuss today is to what extent. To what extent? Would you take it. Okay. In order to raise your stock value okay. or maintain your stock value now what's some of the um some of the basis basis of that topic though okay let's give an i'll give an example um for instance let's say you are a musician mm-hmm. and you get your you 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 become a multi platinum recording artist based upon your own work, your own concepts, okay, your own writing. You get to a certain level to where you are a one-man factory. Yeah. You know. Basically, is, you're working all the, the time. This is the industry we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. So you become a one-man factory, one-man, uh, not a corporation, but a sub-corporation. Uh-huh. And people want that work. They want that conveyor belt of hits. Yeah. They want you to keep on going. Do you say, nah, I need to take some time off, get my mind right so I can supply this label or these masses with what they expect? With the quality of work. The quality. Yeah. Or <laughs> do you say, ah, well, this guy knows my sound. He knows mm-hmm. my direction. Yeah, yeah. He knows what I want. Uh-huh. I'm going to hire him in order to maintain this position or in order to increase my position okay well let me first ask what okay. would you do what would be your first i'm i'm a i'm a pure artist uh-huh. first and foremost i'm maintaining my position based upon my own grit of work yeah. okay grit. i'm a I, when i say there it, you anybody can be an artist uh-huh. when i say i am a pure artist it means that i get fulfillment out of knowing that the final product is a byproduct of my hands and my mind. Not just my mind, my hands included. Mm-hmm. You know, so me, I'm going as far as I can go in the sense of me. What about you, man? Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of ways that you could look at it. Um, I mean, I myself personally, I'm definitely down with with uh with that same aspect like i'm down to to do it all the way myself but i guess it just depends on where i ultimately want to go that because like yeah i mean it's like um i mean because you look at say for instance like a p diddy yeah um, yeah or even like a dr dre okay you know um dr dre is specifically especially is known um, for for having that 
you know, just a, a stew of, uh, uh, I guess you could say, what's the word for it? Like a, a, a little, a barn full of basically producers, basically, you know, that, that are working for him, fine-tuning his beats, and he's just taking the majority of the beats they and putting it that. together. They do say that. They say that. For uh, sure. it's, it's, it's been on record. <laughs> <laughs> it has been they on record. Sure. Well, we we both know for sure, for sure, for sure, that Jay-Z wrote Still D.R.E. Uh-huh. We know that for a fact that yeah. Dr. Dre has ghostwriters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And I think that that's just, um, I mean, but then, like I said, it kind of goes to the point of how far do you want to go with it? Like, I think that if so if you're all about the money, okay, I think that's probably the route that you're going to go. And see, here's my thing with it. I look at it as if if you're a pure artist, mm-hmm. it's not going to be about, about the money. Well, see, here's another thing about being a pure artist. <laughs> it's damn sure about the money. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because, you why know, is it about the money though? Because it's the. Basic. I thought it's supposed to be about the artistry. No, that's that's the passion. Oh, okay, okay. But you can be a pure artist and be broke as fuck and be cool with it. True. Or just do it as a hobby, and you uh-huh. can be a pure artist who want to fully capitalize off of your pure art. Uh huh. I look at it more so from the perspective of if I, me as a pure artist. Mm-hmm. I think remaining that way makes more money in the long run. Just due to the assets that I'm creating, more True. so than I'm quality over quantity. Uh-huh. So I might, me one man, I might not be able to create as many assets uh-huh. as one man who has like a 12 a team. man team. Yeah. You know, the production might, you know, of course, that output. Is, is outdoing me, yeah. but definitely not not uh, the same in quality. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not. So I'm able to keep a consumer base mm-hmm. that is more concentrated. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like more yeah. concentrated consumer base that's sticking with me. Yeah, what we call grassroots. And I mean, and even uh, like in the um, the twenty two. I think it's immutable laws of branding. Mm-hmm. It says that if you want longevity, you have to contract. That makes so, sense. So, so that's like basically like agreeing with what you're saying because it's like you don't want too much. Like you could you could contract to one thing and still have the longevity as a big exactly. brand or whatever. That's the case how that's how be. I look at it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, they go for the short term short term peak i yeah. call it it's a short-term peak because you reach a that height plateau. a height that the average person takes a while to get to right it might take a lifetime to get to right yeah but the attainability of that height mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it's not just it's happen. not enduring so yeah. a dr dre he's definitely an exception okay but He's definitely over fucking rated mm. as a businessman. Or you mean as an artist? No, as a businessman. He's an excellent conceptual artist in the sense uh-huh. of 
take a project, conceptualize what he want to do, yeah. and get all the components because he's a producer. Uh-huh. He never introduced himself as an MC. Mm-hmm. If and so that's the branding right there. He branded himself as a producer. Yeah, you said P Diddy. He branded himself as a producer. Yeah, yeah. So that enables them to utilize different resources to come with a final product. Yeah. DJ Khaled, he ain't saying shit on nothing except <laughs> we the best and major keys. Do every all of that. Do you yeah. be great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but he could be in a strip club and he see an ass shaking and be like, "Yo, them two ass cheeks move like a basketball." <laughs> and then he could look at his friend and be like, "You know what? I'm gonna call Breezy, Chris Breezy, up tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna call Weezy up. Yeah. I'm gonna get Rose. We're gonna do this song, basketball yeah. on the hook." I yeah. want them to say, I want Breezy to sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so he has the resources. Like a basketball. Yeah. And I'm going to pay them <laughs> and I'm going to capitalize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conceptual artist, bro. Like. So you saying that basically being a conceptual artist, though, gives you the the leeway to almost kind of sell your artistry Be a out. culture vulture. Yeah. You're capitalizing off of the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's your main concern. But it's still an art form. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's still an art form, and it's still hit-making. Dr. Dre is a producer. Mm-hmm. You got cats who introduce themselves as MCs, mm-hmm. and they're really producers. Yeah. So. Okay. That is what that is. Well, I mean, I myself, um, I see my company, uh, just me personally, like, I don't see myself ever, because, you know, and then also being like an entrepreneur is hard to let go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're almost kind of like a, a micromanager at times. That's you know true. what I'm saying? That's for sure. So true. that's kind of like the hardest thing to let go of. So, I mean, I don't really see myself allowing somebody else to have that final design eye. Mm, make the final decision. Yeah, to make the final decision. Mm-hmm. But That's where the power comes from, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I may see myself, if I just don't, if I feel like my, my heart is not there, mm-hmm. if I feel like my heart is not there, I may see myself saying, hey. For sale. I mean, maybe not for sale, okay. but saying, hey, you up and coming designer. Oh. You could come over here and do your thing, and I'll just approve it. Like, kind of like what they did with public school. Mm-hmm. Well, what okay. Calvin Klein did with public school. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, they, they, you know, I mean, and I see that a lot in the fashion world, too, as far as, like, the major fashion houses. Right, and I, I think that's more so when your name becomes... Large enough. Larger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you true. know, it becomes a lifestyle brand yeah. versus your brand. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so when you think Calvin Klein, you can't tell me you know how this nigga look. Exactly. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Some of these designers, you know their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't one of them. Yeah. But you for sure know his name. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know his look. Yeah, you yeah. Know what his, you know what, you, what you're getting with him. Yeah. But I was touching on Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. 
and being overrated as a business, man, just due to stock value and mm-hmm. maximizing worth. Okay. I throw Dr. Dre, because we're we keeping it raw. Uh-huh. You know, you can live a comfortable lifestyle making 100000 a year. True, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. You can live a comfortable lifestyle making a million a year. Yeah. So we're not talking about comfortable lifestyle when mm-hmm. I'm when I when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Yeah. Just know this as a precursor. We all know he's a fucking billionaire damn near. True. We know Jordan is a billionaire. We know this. Yeah. We know there aren't shit. I can't count on two how hands many? how many billionaires I know with that are of color and even not of color just in general. Yeah, they come from hip hop. I can't count on two hands ten times. Yeah, especially basically, I can't name a hundred billionaires. Yeah, I can't. So I understand the rarity of that accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about livestocks. Yeah, and we're talking about maximizing your worth. Yeah, and what you would do to maximize your worth. Uh So you got Dr. Dre, for instance. What he did to maximize his worth so to speak, because I still don't even think he really maximized it, mm-hmm. it sold his name. Yeah. you mean the Beats? He sold his name. Yeah. Jordan sold his name. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they get the short term. But the thing about it is, would you sell your name and the people who you're selling your name with, mm-hmm. they're not selling their name. Yeah. They're a part of a deal with you selling yours, yeah. would you still sell your name if you knew that the guys that were selling your name with you were getting the majority of the bread off the sale? Um, You selling Moonstar and you leave with 6%, they take the rest. And I, well, not in no 6% deal like that. 6% out of 100. Yeah, not in no deal like that. Nah, but... I mean, whenever you create a business, you have to have an exit plan. You making a lot of sense right now. With yeah, that. no, but I'm just saying. That so makes a lot of sense. That may have been his exit plan, six percent of however much. In my name. Yeah, and saying like, okay, well, this Dr. Drake, because it's really not his name. That's just his brand. That's his name, bro. That's his brand. Okay, well, let's. He, put it he's like not this. really Dr. Drake. That's his brand. Let's put it like this. When I say name, I think we're saying the same thing, brand name. When I say name, it's like when a dude say, man, I made my name off this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like my reputation, what I'm known for, yeah. my brand, That's my like signature. me selling Mark West. Yeah, that's my signature. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when you say Beats by Dre, what in the fuck do we know Dre for? Yeah, we know he rapped. Yeah, but we but know him for making we beats. We know him as the nigga that made the beats. <laughs> yeah. He sold his name. Yeah. Beats by Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, everybody left with clean billions, uh-huh. like easily billionaires. Yeah. Jimmy Iovine, the rest of them left billionaires. Yeah. Dre was barely touching it. He but then, spoke too soon. Yeah. And they deducted it. But maybe that also just goes with not having his paperwork right in the first place. Did he even own his name in the first place? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, it was a it was a for sure part. I, I honestly think it has something to do with the manufacturing process uh-huh. of taking the time out to go and get the technology side right. Yeah. You know, so for instance, 50 Cent with his headphones, 
uh-huh. he was more hands on with the whole process. Yeah, and but he still had to pay lawsuits for stealing designs and shit like that. Oh uh, yeah, I never. Yeah, I because he's that. really not technologically savvy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he definitely a capitalist. Yeah, so yeah. he had to pay the designers for stealing their design. Yeah. But he's more so heads on, hands on, uh-huh. with. His the company. company. Yeah, yeah so just he, like the liquor company. Yeah, he go out and try and find, yeah. you know, whereas Dre, he want to sit down and yeah. maybe be in the studio every day yeah, yeah, and yeah. just let that handle itself. But see, that's where I go to say, though. At the end of the day, he might not have wanted anything to do with the name in general. But that one, that's his life. Yeah. Beats by, like, for instance, Jordan, right? Uh-huh. Jordan just wants to fucking play golf and watch basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan in 97, contract was over. Mm-hmm. Could have started his own shoe company. Now, yeah. of course, that would have been, like, crazy to even think. Try to. Yeah. But let's look at it like this. I got four points to make on this. <laughs> The first point is yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon mm-hmm. with Spalding. He went the affordable shoe route. Won an MVP. Had every kid wearing Spaldings. Mm-hmm. At least in Houston. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. kids really wearing Spaldings yeah. and proud of it. Yeah, you know. I remember. You remember them Olajuwon? Yeah. I was a whole ass nigga, so I was making fun of the niggas on Olajuwon. But I I, I couldn't get a pair. The only pair I used to clown, but yeah, niggas was wearing them, and they looked at me like a damn fool for even trying to clown them. Yeah, especially the ones, ones with the big three four on them. Yeah, we just came up off a chip. Just off the chip. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then you had Starberry. He kind of flopped with those though. Not yeah. when they first came out. At Katie Mills Mall, they was flying off the shelves. School shoes, <laughs> twenty bucks. Yeah, Starberry. I never had them here. The I never pair, even I never even touched them before. Yeah, the but, only pair I had was the N one slippers. Okay, then you go Chris Webber with Dada. Yeah, and the okay. sp- the Spreewells and the shoes. Yeah, the spinner in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, numerous athletes have Tried. went into trying to even Shaq now yeah. with the Shaqs, the affordable shoes. These mm-hmm. are all low quality yeah. base shoes. Point is, an athlete could start his own shoe company. Uh-huh. That's one point. Second point is the quality aspect. Okay. And one, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. and one started with five figures. If we want to go technical, yeah, T-shirt-wise, yeah. they started with $400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started their T-shirt company with four hundred. Yeah, but I'm talking of the the, the sports apparel, the shoes yeah, and everything. Yeah. Five figures when they had their first shoe made, and funny enough, Stephon Marbury was their first signature athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go Under Armour. Uh huh. That's a totally different story, though. Not really. They started five figures. Yeah. What's their worth now? Multi-billions? Yeah. First signature athlete, Brandon Jennings, 
the I shoe. didn't even know they had a signature. Album. He was at yeah, he was at first. I know that he was just like networking. <coughs> nah, he was he was for sure. He, he was for sure that first signature athlete. Yeah, was Brandon Jennings had his own shoes, mm-hmm. which weren't that bad. I don't have a pair, but they weren't. Oh, that you bad. just mean like? But they had already blew up though. No, they blew up with the yeah the yeah, sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I'm referring to the shoe game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. What I'm saying is these guys started independently with way less capital. Yeah. They're they're billion they Norm is a billion dollar company. Yeah. They started with way less capital than Michael Jordan had mm-hmm. when his contract with Nike exactly. ended yeah. in ninety seven. He was being loyal, I would say, and lazy. Yeah. I would say. Because he's an athlete, so it's like he don't really care about shoes. I'm taking the sponsors, money, and keeping it moving. He care about his shoes, yeah, but not enough to say. He's not trying to design. He's the not. Shoes, yeah, he's not leaving that. He's not leaving yeah. that. Well, he don't have to design them. Yeah, he don't have to design them. He just starts his own company, hire tech the technology technology um, wing, mm-hmm. hire some designers. This is Jordan in '97. Pretty much all the classic J's that they retro right now. I would say at least 95% of them had already been out at that point. Yeah, yeah. Anybody would have designed for Jordan in 97. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. He called your shit. Hey, what you think about coming on board? Mm-hmm. Jordan, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm mm-hmm. designing you some some shit. Yeah. Okay. Go do that. Make that move. His value right now. He would have been at a billion a long time ago as yeah. far as his, his worth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's doing it as the sub company, yeah. you know, the Nike subsidiary. And it's like Nike's pimping his product. True. It's not quality over quantity with them. Yeah. It's quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah. They pumping them. They lost they the luster. They just re-releasing the colors. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the real market are the fiends. Yeah. Who are the just fanatics. Yeah. yeah. And the middle school, the high school crowd. Yeah. The people who don't know anything about the legacy. Right. Whereas once his consumer base was fans. Was every age group from babies to early 40s. Yeah. Middle age, man. Yeah. Was buying the signature Jordan. Mm-hmm. You might go to the gym and see a 45 year old on some Team J's. No, that's possible. You know them, them motherfuckers know that. I mean, you know, they got pictures of 60 and 80-year-olds still rocking Jordans. They be in them Team J's, them, them nah, funky-looking funky motherfuckers, man. They be in the legits, man. I, I need to see that shit. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, always see the old legit. man with the whole suit on, uh-huh. the whole sweatsuit, <laughs> with the damn, with one of, one of them fucking B, B Team J's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to see him in the signatures. That would be dope, actually. Uh yeah, and no, I mean I've seen I've seen a few pictures. P Diddy with Ciroc. Uh huh. Another deal where a guy is becomes the face of a, you know, brand. But you don't think that he took the majority of that? He don't. He don't take the majority. He's not getting the majority. Uh, he's a minor. He's in a mi- minority as far as the shareholders, yeah, as far yeah. as the percentage he gets. He's just the face of it. Yeah, but when you say Ciroc, you think Diddy. Yeah. You don't think all them dudes in the boardroom who yeah. really cake the fuck up off of this nigga in front of the camera. But then that just goes with, um, I mean, because then that goes into business. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. We, we really are talking 
yo, for instance, I brought up artistry because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm gonna speak as an artist first. Yeah, true. You know, on this topic. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say even me as a pure artist, mm-hmm. I'm still concerned with the business aspect of things. Yeah. But even more so than that, I'm concerned with legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan could make three billion, bro. He could make three billion dollars. Mm-hmm. He could die. Okay. Yeah. Jordan got two sons, well, three now, and one daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's four kids. Yeah. If we know genealogy, three generations, your gene pool is out. Yeah. Okay. So that's four kids. It's a high chance, high probability mm-hmm. that Jordan's great grandkids won't have shit. Why you say that? Corporate America. Yeah. His name is attached to Nike. Corporate America will corner you. Mm-hmm. For instance, Michael Jackson, most successful recording artist in the history of the world as yeah. we know it. Yeah. You know, as we know it. We can't go back to... Before then. You know, before but I mean, it was he, paper that's, money. That's really kind of a fact, though. We don't know, bro. Because you, it could have been some singers for the Kings getting I mean, gold like, and pussy like, in. Right now... Of the new time. world and the new yeah, world. Yeah, Michael yeah. Michael Jackson is the most successful artist in the history of the new world. Yeah, and they selling shit. They already sold his Sony publishing. Oh yeah, I saw that the other day. They sold the Beatles catalog. Yeah, not all. Not he didn't never own the whole Beatles catalog, yeah. but he owned enough of that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He owned Disney. Yeah. Disney publishing. Yeah. His he didn't even make it to grandkids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids sold that shit. Yeah. He made all the money in the world. Oh, his kids sold it? Yeah, his his estate. His kids yeah. are in charge Which, of his you know, estate. They really don't even care about him anymore. Yeah, so the thing is, exactly. So the thing is, so now his kids have that money. Mm-hmm. What they gonna do with that money? Who right. knows? Yeah. But Mike wasn't about the money in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was about the legacy. But I mean, that's that's also a thing too. Is that um, you have that's that's what I mean. Like the ultimate, the topic is going to depend on. I think it's one of those dependent upon questions. Where right. It's like, yes. do you want the legacy to trump the currency, or do you want your currency to trump your legacy? Because I don't think they both go hand in hand. They do, depending on... Like you on... said, like earlier when you were talking about the 100000 mm-hmm. I think that 100000 is not to say that somebody can't go over 100000 mm-hmm. But I think that that's like probably the average, say, income for somebody who's not going to let somebody else handle something within maybe. their business. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Because you're not going to have the the time right, right. to do everything outside, unless you just don't sleep. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you could pull, like, it's, you could pull more than 100000 yeah. but I'm just saying that, like, on a I think small it's more, scale. I think it's more positional planning, but I, the main thing, I think, is when it, when it's all, when it all boils down, mm-hmm. I think they do go hand in hand. I think that if you value your legacy 
and you want to make money, mm-hmm. you can do both. It's the basis of, because legacy only depends upon how you want to be looked at when you're not here. When you, you ain't even got to not be here when you're done doing what you've done. Yeah. What's, what, what are you resting on? Mm-hmm. You know, what perspective is everybody getting mm-hmm. of what you left them? Mm-hmm. So you might want your legacy to be the richest in whatever field you're in. Mm-hmm. It's just based upon the asset. So yeah. some assets can bring in money and, you know, be commercialized, yet also remain true to the product. You know, it's it's a well, lot of assets like that. One, it's a lot of assets like that. I mean, even look at marijuana. Okay. You know how they're bringing the big business into marijuana, and and it's it's almost dumbing marijuana down. You know what I'm saying? I feel like anytime you bring something into corporate, it 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 it's automatically going to be dumbed down. Music is a prime example of that. It will definitely be, uh, I won't say dumbed down, mm-hmm. but it will definitely be broken down into a mecha- into mechanics. Yeah, you know, like. A conscious rapper. We need these components to say this is a conscious rapper. Yeah, yeah. Tupac yeah. was a conscious rapper, but if the average, Tupac was a conscious rapper. I mean, his poems and stuff. Yeah. No, Tupac's the, music the, was the a Tupac conscious rapper. Death Row was keep your head up conscious. But then you gotta say was uh when we ride on our enemies was that conscious? No, <laughs> it was socially conscious. But yeah. what I'm referring to is. Tupac was a conscious rapper. Not as a whole. Tupac yeah, yeah, yeah. was whatever the fuck he felt elements. like being at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. He would go gangster, then he'd go thug love. Yeah. Then he'd go the shoulder to lean on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the homie. He went he wherever aspects. he wanted to go with it. Yeah. But my thing is, Tupac, when he was conscious rapper, Tupac mm-hmm. was just as conscious as your favorite conscious rapper. Okay. But if you presented yourself as that sort of rapper to a label, it's they would say work. you're not conscious enough. Yeah. Because your superficial components yeah. don't meet the standards of a conscious that rapper. conscious rapper they got signed. Yeah. You know, you could be a real gangster. You really killing motherfuckers out here. Yeah. You really moving that work. Yeah. But you ain't really saying much about it in your tracks. Yeah. yeah you sprinkle yeah. it here, sprinkle it there, and say other shit in between. Yeah. And you go to the label, and they so what? I'm a gangster rapper. Yeah. Like, it don't sound. Nah, like we it. don't hear it. Yeah, we don't hear that. That's yeah. not there. That's what the corporations do. Yeah. the boardroom execs. They don't really understand the cultural aspect of it. Yeah, they understand the the commercial aspect of it. They industrialize it. So I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but when you keep it like you said, the 22, when you keep it concentrated. Yeah, you know. When you keep it close to home, like Frankie Beverly and Mays, or the Grateful Dead, or what's his name, um, the the Dave Matthews Band. When mm-hmm. you when you keep it close to home, mm-hmm. Tech Nine, you become a multimillionaire, and your final product is the quality of you. It's the epitome of what you stand for. Each and even a currency until his last album. But see, that's at the same time. Tech Nine. I see a lot of his fans are. Uh, they not really liking that last album. 
I don't either. That's my point. He was able to become a multimillionaire prior without, to yeah. without the major label. Yeah, yeah. You but know? then he added the major label into the situation. And that's what they and fuck up at sometimes. Sometimes you need that. He didn't need it. I think he didn't need it. Yeah, only a few people kind of uh, did it improve his legacy. Is my is my question? No, nah, it didn't. Exactly, it didn't. Yeah. For instance, currency last album. Does that improve his legacy right now as we speak? No, nah, it doesn't. Even though it got a radio friendly track and bottom of the bottle, yeah. it still doesn't improve his legacy. Yeah, that's my point. It's like you can still make large sums of money, but when you dead, the money gonna go. But see, that's but what I'm saying. What, what work did you leave behind? But see, even like with their um, like a currency, you know, for for example, um, he, you know, he's getting the money. He has the the whatever. But I don't think I think that the legacy that he had before, up until. A year ago mm-hmm. was better than the legacy that he's carrying on now. Sure, like I think that now he's almost tarnishing sure. his legacy. Sure, you know sure, sure, sure. But that's because he's under. When you become a corporate employee, it's yeah. just like working for Dow Chemicals or Conoco Phillips or Chevron. Mm-hmm. You can't say what the fuck you want to say. Yeah, yeah. You are a corporate employee. Yeah. For instance, I work for Dow. I got to get rid of my chin goatee. Mm-hmm. Can't have no hair on my face. I can't smoke weed. Yeah. You know, I can't even drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I can't do none of that shit. Yeah. I can't go into work and be like, man, fuck this place. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I ain't feeling that shit today. I'll come back tomorrow. It's the equivalent. It's just commercializing or industrializing artistry. Mm-hmm. So you sign a major deal. You look as if you're free, as if you could say this, do that. You say one thing, like you signed the Gatorade, which is a corporation. Mm -hmm. You say one stupid-ass remark, nigga, Gatorade axing you. You say some dumb shit, do some dumb shit, your label dropping you because you're representing a corporation. A lot of these artists don't understand that. That's my whole point when I say I'm a pure artist. Mm -hmm. I want to be as free as possible. You can mm-hmm. never be holistically free and be successful. Mm-hmm. You have to give. A little and, bit. Yeah, so if I'm designing clothes and I'm only designing for me, mm-hmm. I will never be a successful designer. Okay. I might be a legendary one, mm-hmm. meaning people look at my designs when I'm dead and gone and say, he was such a genius, but who was wearing it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Small market. Small market. I mean, but then you got somebody like a Dapper Dan, though. A pimp? Dapper Dan was a pimp. <laughs> Dapper Dan was a fucking pimp. You mean he pimped the market? He pimped the elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pimped the elite. Yeah. Which is, I'm all for that, but it's always a short-term ride. Yeah. You know, when... Until they came and shut him down. Well, yeah. I mean, anytime you pimp the elite, it's a short term ride. I mean, yeah. it's boot. It's basically bootleg. That's why they call it bootleg. It's yeah. it's short term. It's not gonna last long, but it's great while it was going. Yeah. You know when at when basically he could have utilized that 
artistry and that creativity to do his own thing to do his own thing yeah could have easily think, did a dd monogram and just he waited too long to start doing dapper dan floating yeah, yeah yeah you know but now i was just saying i mean i think that in that aspect though he has a legacy though that's gonna go on forever it's even not, though, though dapper dan legacy i think so nah. like even exclusive game right now they're calling exclusive game the new dapper dan that's cool but his legacy will not go on forever because it's uh it, it's his name might live yeah but not the epitome not the essence of what the culture was around his name yeah, yeah it's yeah. like dapper dan yeah we probably say that shit for the next 100 years yeah. but the essence of dapper dan that yeah, shit's already been washed away yeah. you have to really just be somebody who really wants to properly yeah. research yeah. you know and know so i look at yay Mm-hmm. We talking about maximizing. Mm-hmm. What you think about Ye? You already know what I think about, but I want the people <laughs> to know. But yeah. we 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 don't we don't have a lot of time left. Yeah. But let's let's touch on this Ye. What do you think about Ye and his decision to work with Adidas in order to get out his fashion house dreams? Um. I mean, I'm going to keep it what I feel is 100. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to... Because I know we've discussed this before. We've discussed this before. You know what I'm saying? One so, of my favorite topics, uh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at first, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to go with the original saying. You know what I'm saying? And this is after after several thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, after you rested on it and yeah, let it yeah, sink yeah. in. Yeah, But the original saying was that, to me... It seemed like a good idea, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he got away from Nike, which wasn't giving him nothing. I didn't know how much his new percentages were, uh-huh. but he got onto Adidas, which was going to give him something. Mm-hmm. And then he was still at the same time furthering his brand. Okay. I mean, you like you know, you know. I understand your perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looking at it more so from the literal progression, like I'm what looking you at see it, with the naked eye progression. Yeah, I'm looking at it from what I see the social media. Even and this is before he jumped on social media with the I'm um, fifty four million in debt or whatever the case may be. Yeah, uh, that was before all of that. You know Which was I'm some saying? bullshit. He was really only talking about tour money he missed out on while working on that shit. Oh, okay, okay. Adidas funded the project. But, I mean, I've always seen him, like, you know, surround himself around several designers. Yeah, um, that definitely I thought, young designers, old designers. That I thought he actually had his hands on. You know what I'm saying? Like a Hood he, by Air. Nah. Or like a, um, what's the other guy? Trill, uh, Trill. Uh, yeah. The Trill shit, Ben yeah, Trill. Yeah, Ben Trill. And um, Ricardo Ticci fucking with uh, Givenchy and... Just basically, all he really was doing was just being a a a, a, a face, a model for their shit, yeah. like making people aware of their shit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a part of their design and creative process. Yeah, he yeah. was nah. He wasn't a part of that. But your perspective is real. My Appreciate shit is always it. off a little bit, you know. It, like, it's not off, man. You just go into this in-depth thinking, I think. Yeah, like when I look at Ye with Nike and Ye with Adidas, you say it's progression. Uh-huh. Because you can actually see clothes now. Yeah. You can see boots. Yeah. We're talking brand though. 
Mm-hmm. Do you look at him any better than you looked at him before you saw his own clothes? Nah, and really now I kind of look at at him That's a little bit saying, worse bro. because of the stuff that he's putting out at the prices. That's what I, at well, the price point that he's putting out. The price points I can understand people's gripe. But that's actually clever. That's, to some extent. That's clever uh, demographic filtering. But I'm saying that... It's clever, but at the same time, he's not a Givenchy. Can he leave he's, Adidas? And do what? That's what I'm saying. Can Can you see him... Cause it, and surviving? The only way I give him the pass and say he's doing some genius shit right now is if, if he, can he move has on it in his mind fact. to fucking leave Adidas and really start some Yeezy season shit. Yeah. Because why three Yoshi Yamamoto? I've been fucking with him since 2008. Mm-hmm. He been making shit with Adidas. Yeah, yeah. Raph yeah. Simmons? Yeah. Been making shit with Adidas. Yeah. Jeremy Scott, Stella McCartney? Yeah. The list goes on. Been making classics. Been co- doing collaborative lines yeah. with Adidas. When it was really, really, really hot. Yeah, like, yay, yeah. he's just a list of the latest. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not saying his shit is not hotter, because it is. It's not hot. His, his, the shoes? The shoes the are boots, hot. That's what, well, that's what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, okay. I'm saying that. The, no, the even, joggers well, and, no, and the no, jacket. I'll and, put it like this. And the torn the up sweatshirt, that shit is not is, hot. Everything's hotter, bro. No, it's not, bro. When you look, let's look at it like this. If you go on any, I'm not no blog searching ass nigga. Okay. Okay, but I have my outlets. Mm-hmm. Every fucking outlet I go on, when yay, fashion line or whatever is his fashion show run, whatever you want to call it, shit happens. Mm-hmm. They talking about it. Yeah. Mainstream America, all the way. To fucking the the high fashion. But what uh, is websites. somebody talking about it? What does that mean, though? I'm about to tell you. Why three? That's only high fashion websites talking about their latest shit. Yeah. Raph Simmons by Adidas, maybe hype beast shit, and then some some high fashion. Shit. It doesn't tap into mainstream. Well, America. So when yeah. I say hot, I mean in the sense of in the stream. Of mm-hmm. the, not even America at this point, the world. Yeah. His shit is in the stream of the world. All the overseas retailers, they selling that Yeezy season shit. Yeah. No, the clothing doesn't live up to the height, the quality of the kicks. But we knew he was a kick first, clothing second kind of guy. Ye's, Ye's style is, let me stop. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm just gonna say that his brand, his brand, his branding, his branding get further in my eyes as yeah. far as stock value. Yeah, I feel as though he should have remained independent, uh-huh. stop bitching because all the independent people lost a shitload of money and they had to. What Jay Z say? A nigga lost thirty two bricks, but I, a nigga bounced back. Yeah. Nigga bounced the fuck back. Yeah. And keep it independent. Yeah. Get your shoes made like all these independent shoe companies get their shit made and the yeah. motherfuckers sell. I just don't think he could do that, though. He ain't got the heart to do that. He want the boost, huh? I love boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, our engineer has on a nice pair of boost, Adidas boost. Them motherfuckers clean. The M, the Nomad. <laughs> yeah, Nomad. Oh, the motherfuckers clean. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. This is yeah. This is the first episode of Livestock, which we should we could go longer. Yay! I'm hoping you leave Adidas soon. <laughs>
Yeah, true story, man. This is Mark over here with Livestocks, Mark West. Moonstar, and we got Cedric Dewan, Solar, Citus. Citus, yeah. And uh, it's going to get better, guys. It's going to get better, folks. Out. I appreciate it.